Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on social media, I would urge you to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. Um, we also urge everyone who hasn't visited our website, if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, give us a shout out at brooksanddavis.com. We look forward to working with anyone who requests information, and we will definitely be in contact with you at our earliest convenience. Also, I want to thank everyone who's been pre-qualifying and referring their friends, co-workers, and family for the 100 Homes Initiative. We've had several families pre-qualify as of last week, and I want to congratulate everyone who has pre-qualified. If you do not know and have not been made aware, we have a goal of helping 100 families in 2019 move into a new, beautiful home for them and their family. As always, our guest host here, is not only a real estate broker here in the great state of Texas, but he's also an author and a serial entrepreneur. You may have seen him on Instagram, Facebook, or through one of his many public outreach initiatives. But for the Prime Real Estate Network audience, I would like to introduce my co-host, the Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. What's going on, beautiful people? Again, it's, it's, uh, I'm excited to be back in front of you, um, having an opportunity just to, to continue to have wise guests that are coming on and giving you gems about how they successfully built their brand and the things that they have going on in the community and in it in today's time so as you know you can most definitely follow me on across all of your social media platforms at texas real estate king so that's on snap that's on ig and of course that's on facebook so texas real estate king make sure you follow me uh make sure you share this information rick you know i think that we've had we had an awesome show last week and we've just really been rolling out information that people need in order to grow their businesses or either get into industries that we are in so um continue to share continue to pass the information along and thank you for all the positive feedback that i get when i see you guys out and about um, thank you, Larry. It's great anytime you have an opportunity to sit in with us. This week, I'm really, really excited because we have an opportunity to introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network audience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of the leading ladies in real estate in the greater Houston area. Yeah. In 2018, she served as the president of the Fort Bend Network of the Women's Council of Realtors, and she now currently serves as the chair of the Fort Bend Network of HAR. 
She is currently a real estate advisor with Better Homes and Garden, Gary Green. And for the first time on the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, I would like to introduce to our audience, Miss Alicia M. Jammer. Hi, guys. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. I love me. that I'm drum roll. The <laughs> <laughs> <Your> applause. <laughs> You know what? Before you go into it, though, I want to yeah. say this, and, it, and it's funny how you know the 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 brand and uh, the work of real estate works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I met I met Alicia a, a few years back, and the thing is, is that I've um, and you know it's hard when you're busy, you're busy, mm-hmm. but. For every venture that she stepped out on, I've tried to be there to support and be a part of it because I see the beauty inside of the brand that she's created within. So um, I just having you today, I want to first say thank you for just coming. And I know you're busy and it's always uh, super impressive to be able to get some of your time, be able to pull you away from your business and just have you to be here to be a part of the show. So I had to interrupt him to say that because it meant that much to me. Oh, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. It's my first podcast. Oh. Wow. I yeah. And you know, we're going to do everything Said we can to make this experience as enjoyable as possible. So what we want to do here is for everyone who takes the opportunity to either listen to our podcast via iTunes or Spotify or even watches every episode on YouTube. I want you to illustrate for our viewers and people who follow us online what separates your business as a real estate advisor from all the other real estate agents and professionals in and around the area that service clients? Well, getting in this business, it's kind of you're not sure where to start, where to begin. You see people doing some things. You see others doing things over here. And so you just try and look what everybody else is doing and then create your own. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was more about I want to advise my clients. I am not the agent that Somebody calls me and says, I want to buy a house. I take them through the steps, and then they see me at closing, and then they never hear from me again. Mm -hmm. I want this to be an experience for my clients. Buying a home or selling a home is one of the largest investments you'll ever make. Um, And I want it to be enjoyable. I want them to be knowledgeable. So many times I see that people don't know what they're signing. They aren't understanding the contract. There are forms that aren't being explained to them. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to you know, presenting them with things, they're like, what is that? We didn't get told that by our last agent. Right. And so that's important to me because I want people to make informed decisions. I don't want them to just, oh, here's a house, I want to buy it, and then they buy it. And then all these other things come up throughout the process mm-hmm. because as you know, with real estate, that's no right. transaction just happens like that. <laughs> I mean, does. we're managers of so many things throughout that process. Yeah. And I want my clients to feel good and comfortable about what they're doing. So I like to sit my clients down and advise them on start to finish, give them the blueprint. That's so right. when they have questions, it's like, I remember Alicia talking about that and it doesn't sound foreign to them. You know, and the thing that's really interesting, excuse me, <coughs> is that, you have a very experienced background as far as all type of marketing, event planning, and things that you've done before you started your real estate brand and company. How do you use some of those talents in conjunction with your real estate expertise to help your clients above and beyond? Let's far as let's talk about listings and marketing properties for sale. How do you use all your other talents outside of the things you've learned in real estate to help people? I think it's just about education. My degree is in marketing, business marketing. So taking that degree and 
prior to being a real estate agent, I ran a nonprofit for my ex-husband. So I've learned to deal with people. I've learned to put really amazing teams together. I've learned to ask questions when I didn't know something. And when I'm sitting down with my clients for their listing appointment, it's talking about that marketing plan and showing them here's what we're going to do, but this is a partnership. This isn't all me and this isn't all you. We're partners and we have to make sure this is a good fit for the both of us. So as your agent, I need you to do certain things that are going to get you the most money for your home at the shortest amount of time. And so explaining that to them and putting in that aspect, they understand. And so then it's a really good working relationship because if I have to do everything, it makes it that much harder. So I like to build partnerships with my clients and these are the things that I need you to do so we can get to the end result mm-hmm. that you want. Right. You know, there's um, quite a few of our listeners and viewers who may be more familiar with you because of some of your public outreach initiatives. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially with the organizations that you've led and been the chair of, there are so many opportunities to work with the public that people might have seen um, some of your other work via magazines or online. So let's talk a little bit about the work you do with the Women's Council of Realtors in Fort Bend and how you've been able to positively affect the community through your work with that organization. At a young age, running that nonprofit, I learned that what a leader is. It's the ability Mm -hmm. to make everyone else around you great. And that's not just in real estate, that's in anything. And When I came here and I took a year off, um, I got my kids acclimated to, you know, new schools, new friends, new everything. Mm -hmm. And then I got into real estate and in doing so, I was like, how am I going to make all this work? What am I going to do? And how can I be part of the community? Because that's what I that's my background. Mm -hmm. So I had an agent in my office who was actually the incoming president at the time. And I thought, I just want a small role. How can I help? Right. And she had a bigger plan for me. She came to me <laughs> and said, I want to be secret. You know, I want you to be my secretary. And I said, oh, what does that entail? I'm really right. busy. I'm a single mom. She's like, oh, nothing. It's just, you know, a few board meetings here and there. And it's kind of like one of those things, not volunteer, voluntold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's outstanding. I like yeah, it. And I so <laughs> I became the secretary. I did really well with that. And I made it work. And somehow the next year, I had that incoming president say, I want you to be my president-elect. Now, that was a different story because that would entail a three-year commitment. Commitment, wow. I'm president-elect. Mm-hmm. That means I automatically fall into presidency the following year. And then even after that, I'm the immediate past president, and my job is to help the new president, president with anything yeah. that she has. Right. So I sat in that meeting, and the first um, interview question that they said, you know, tell me about you. And I said, I'm a mom. And... That's my first priority. And I understand that if this job description is not, you know, fitting for my time and my schedule and what's most important to me, I understand that and I will back away and I'll help in another capacity. And they said, we want you. Right. Mm -hmm. And being honest with people is far easier than having to, you know, go back and say, well, I can't do these things because of commitments. But I told them I'm a mom first and anybody that knows me and follows me on social media can see that I don't miss my kids events. And if I have to schedule things around that, I do so. So, you know, it's funny um, hearing you explain how you were able to step up and get involved because the title of this episode is Step Out and Step Up. And I think what you were just explaining is a great example of a you stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping up to what people were demanding of you. 
it's kind of funny because it reminds me of an old saying, you're like the people's champ. You're the person, <laughs> you didn't plan this for yourself. But when the community and the people raise you up and they put you on a certain platform, you owe it to these people to step up and take a leadership reign. So I want to commend you on that. Thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. It Can hasn't been easy. No, that's why she's like, hold on. I mean, there are times when I've had to be out of town for women's council mm -hmm. state meetings. And I, for instance, there was a time last year, I we had our orientation for the income my incoming president year. Right. My son had they all had football games. Yeah. I drove to Austin stayed there for my meetings that saturday morning i got up at 4 a.m took a flight from austin to surprise my kids because i had never i've never missed a football game of my kids wow. walked in that house right. got them all ready took them to all three of their football games got on the plane immediately after that flew back to austin and then drove back the next day just so i could be everywhere everyone yeah. you know that needed me i was there in some capacity so wow. it has it's not easy but you make it work no That's i mean impactful. because That's we're going to take impactful. some time and this question is for both of you all larry and of course you miss jeremy what can you illustrate for people who may be listening to this podcast to help motivate them to have the strength to step out of their comfort zone because a lot of times people will see someone like yourself mr brooks someone like yourself miss jammer and they'll just think that they may be naturally, um, they may be natural speakers. They may be natural leaders. They may be someone who is just so naturally gung ho about life that they decide to shoot first and aim later. Mm. What is it that both of you all feel gave you the strength to step out of your comfort zone and do things that maybe isn't a part of just your core competencies? Um, well, you know, for me, I think that uh, a, a lot of the things that allowed me to step outside of my comfort zone was to be able to um, help and support others, right? And so that could be my immediate family, you know, financially when you think about stepping out and doing things like that, or just being able to give back to the community because that's always been a big thing of mine. My grandmother uh, planted that seed in us a long, long time ago because she always said, give, give, go do this, go do this for the past at the church, go pull up these so i think that now what i do in, in my adult life and in my business life is I, b I believe in going out and supporting my friends so my friends are starting a new venture i'm that person that you contact and my loyalty is going to allow me to be able to come spend some time with you or even give some of the energy um and so i think that's really my why right now when it comes when it ties into stepping out with something of that matter and for you, Ms. Jammer, have you always been big into public speaking? Was that something where you were on a debate team in high school? <laughs> no. no, because, no, because, you know, usually sometimes with those Jammer with like, uh -uh. big personalities <laughs> and that are great in public speaking, it usually starts off from a young age. I used to um, do speeches in church or I was in the choir. <laughs> and then when I was in elementary school, you know, what I mean, that type of thing. I can honestly <laughs> tell you none of that has been <laughs> <laughs> my life. Um, I think at a young age, my ex-husband got drafted. We were high school sweethearts, so I met him when I was 14. He was 17. He got drafted when I was 19, so I had to grow up. We both had to grow up very fast, and we were put into an adult world. Right. Um, and when I started that foundation for him, I was forced to 
get up and necessity speak mm-hmm. because yeah. m- you know most athletes kind of shy behind the camera there's mm-hmm. you know a few that you know obviously get in front of the camera but he wasn't as vocal mm-hmm. as i had to be because if he wasn't going to do it well who had to do it me mm-hmm. yeah. so it was getting in front of kids and kids are, kids are actually the hardest people to talk because they're <laughs> your biggest critics and they'll just tell you that <laughs> exactly. was not good <laughs> right you exactly. need to start over you know so I had to learn quickly, like, this is not my comfort zone, but I have so many people watching me, mm-hmm. not only sponsors that have come in to support us, but I have these kids because we worked with um, a residential education facility. So we mm-hmm. worked with a lot of foster teens. Yeah. So I had these people looking up to me. So it was kind of, you know, sink or swim. Like no doubt about you it. get up there and it, j- it takes practice. No, you know, absolutely. every t- every event I got better. And so that led me to this. And then when you're with clients, you got to be confident when you're sitting in front of them, because if you don't exude confidence, how can they have confidence in you that you're going to get the job done? That's right. So, no, you I know, and the inspirational part of what you just talked about for me was that you started off on this trail of being a businesswoman and entrepreneur at 19. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, being on such a grand stage at that age can be daunting and intimidating so we're going to take a short break but when we come back from the break i would hope that you would like to be able to elaborate for our audience a little bit about your background who've been some of your mentors and inspirations and who've helped you evolve as a professional and a businesswoman if you wouldn't mind yeah sure no problem we're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor i urge everyone to stay tuned into the prime real estate network Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on social media, I would urge you to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. As always, my loyal and very talented co-host, Mr. Larry W. Brooks is in the building again today. And that guy, yeah. As our special guest, we have Miss <laughs> Alicia M. Jammer, who served as the president of the Women's Council of Realtors for the Fort Bend Network and is currently the chair of the Fort Bend Network's HAR. So I would like to once again introduce the Prime Real Estate Network audience to Miss Alicia M. Jammer. Yeah. You know what's yeah, I, I like that. See, I'm glad we introduced that. That no, drum roll no, thing is just exciting, thing. right? So it's funny over over the break we were talking about you guys that are just supported the podcast and maybe Spotify. Y'all have got to join the YouTube page because you need to see some of these <laughs> facial expressions that Miss Jammer has made, and it's just it's a, you got to you got to take it in. Like you're really feel what she's saying when she says it so you know if you're not already subscribed to the the prime real estate network um, youtube page most definitely go ahead and do that as well and if you are not a part of the prime real estate youtube page we would also urge you to join subscribe and leave a really nice um, mention about larry or myself we would really appreciate it <laughs> and for those who are only listening to us on spotify or itunes i have i believe a really cool lime green sports coat on today <laughs> 
He does. It is lime. It is. Hey, yeah. look, and if you haven't seen anyone wear a lime green sports coat in a long time, check us out on YouTube, and you'll have you'll be the judge if I did this decently. Okay or terribly, and, and actually give us some plus because he got several combinations going on over here. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm trying to figure out if it worked. Now I, I know in his in his in his youthful days he was a noob, so you know you can pull off pretty much anything being one of those guys. But I'm trying to figure out if this combination works. So y'all give us some feedback on on this guy's combination. <laughs> my today. my inspiration was the vintage Sprite can. <laughs> so if you are a fan of Sprite, you will love my outfit today. So definitely check us out on YouTube and let me know if I pull this off or not, because I'm curious to know everyone's opinion. <laughs> but back to our interview, Ms. Jammer. <laughs> Before our break, we were talking about your real estate brand and your work in the community and your community outreach. But I want to get into a little bit of your professional background. I know um, you you said that you've been working as far as building nonprofits and working on a professional level since you were about 19, working with the community. But let's talk about some of your education. Um, a lot of times what Larry and myself have found with this platform is that a lot of our guests, when we ask them about their inspirations as far as entrepreneurship and owning their own companies and being their own boss, we're always really amazed at the vast variety of different inspirations that people have from their youth. So who inspired you or served as a motivator to show you that you can be your own woman, have your own brand, and have a thriving business all at the same time? Um, just my sisters. I have two sisters. Oh. Um, I have, most people know, the dark-skinned goddess. We get that all the time. People come up to us at events and like, you're the dark-skinned goddess. Um, and I have another sister, um, Michelle. And so just watching them, I'm the younger of the, of the three of us. And so just okay. watching them um, do their thing. And when I moved here, like I said, I took that year off. Mm -hmm. And I talked to both of them because my sister, ironically, Jen, Jennifer, is in property management and has been for 20 plus years. Wow. And then my other sister, Michelle, she's in eminent domain, which is, you know, yeah, another form of real estate. Yeah. Um, and so talking Jennifer's to them, been stalking me, guys. Too, I'm just gonna <laughs> say. Over the last three weeks, Jennifer. The question is going to be why your sister's not sitting in with us today. But that's a, <laughs> we'll that's a conversation here. for another day. No, we'll get her here. So when I moved here, um, my ex-husband and I had purchased probably six homes throughout the course of our marriage. And even when I purchased my home here, nobody had ever sat down and explained to me a contract. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get to the closing table, you sign. And that That's was right. it. Right. That was even my experience before I got my license, like I said, here. And so in talking with them, I said, I love real estate. I used to go into open houses just to look, you know, at mm -hmm. the different homes and different styles. And I said, what can I do that would allow me the flexibility with my kids? And my sister said, why don't you think about real estate? And I said, actually, ironically, it had come up a few times. And I talked to my prayer partner and she says, I think you can do it. I called Champion School of Real Estate mm -hmm. and asked them, how do I get enrolled? And I wasn't sure how this whole process worked. She told me that classes were over at like 435. And I said, oh, I can't do that. You know, I need to take online classes. And she asked me why. And I said, well, I have to pick up my kids from school. And she said, that's not an issue like this isn't real estate school is not like you got to be in class no for, yeah. you know it's very flexible if you right. need to leave you can leave and so i said because i'm a i'm a uh, in-class learner i'm not a, a good learner when online, it, online mm -hmm. like exactly. i'm gonna push it off to the very last minute and right. so i 
got signed up, took my classes, got my license, and just talking with them and help giving them giving me tips on like how to build my business. And then I went for my interview with my broker after I passed my test. And she was the first, that was the first, when you, anybody that knows when you get your real estate license, mm-hmm. you start getting a ton of mail from different brokers right. wanting you to come interview. Doing, right? I mean, a ton of mail. And <laughs> so the first letter I got was from actually my broker, Nikki Owen. And I went and sat with her and we ended up being there for like three hours. Wow. And I said, this is the fit for me because we talked about everything other than real estate, just right. life and my journey yeah, to get me where I was because I hadn't worked in a corporate world. So a lot of people look at you like, well, even though you ran a foundation, that's not a job. Wow. Um, and so I joined. <laughs> until they tried. Yeah, until you <laughs> right. try it, you don't know. And so... I joined, you know, that company and I've been with them since and the support and the amount of lovely women that are in my lovely men and women that are in my office has been more than I could ever ask for. As a new agent, I knew I needed support. I don't know everything about everything. And to have people in my office that'll literally drop what they're doing to answer a question for Mm -hmm. you is invaluable. That's right. So and I know a lot, uh, especially with your women's council work. Women's Council of Realtors work, they do a lot of education for new realtors, mentoring projects and things of that nature. So how can someone who is a newly licensed agent get in contact with someone like yourself or the organizations that you represent to get some questions answered, to get an idea of how to move forward or how to get the ball rolling? Because the thing is that Larry and myself, we get a lot of time, especially after our episode, after the episodes air, is Rick, your guests were outstanding, but we would just love to be able to meet with them or see them speaking again at a different venue. So I know you can they can follow you on Instagram and Facebook, but what would be would be your advice for a newly licensed agent as far as their first step to putting themselves out there and building their brand? Um, I always t- I get questions DM to me all the time from mm-hmm. people that single moms, moms, men mm-hmm. that are thinking about getting into the real estate um, industry. And I say, you know, my first thing is, do you have a day job? And most of them say, yeah, you know, I'm just I want to start taking classes. But mm-hmm. you guys look like you're so successful. And this is what I want to do. And I said, OK, here's let me tell you the honest to God truth. This industry is not easy. It is not. And in retrospect, to start a business it's fairly on the cheaper side of you know to all the things you need to start your business Mm -hmm. but it's not easy and it's a constant grind and staying in front of people and i always tell people if you don't have that database right now stay with your current job if you need that paycheck every week or every two weeks stay there take your classes slowly build your clientele Mm -hmm. and then move over because i've seen so many agents in our office come thinking oh my gosh, everybody that I know is going to use me to buy a house. And that can be further from the truth. And I know you can attest to that. (laughs) You will see so many people that you know, family members, friends, that you see them post their new home on social media. And it's like, why didn't you use me? And it's like, they forget. And it's, I don't think it's malicious, but people just forget if you're not staying in front of them. And then the other part to that, what I've realized is that a lot of people that you know, do not want you to know their personal business. Yep. All ah. facts. All facts, guys. These are facts. facts. <laughs> <These are> facts. <laughs> I'm coming from 17 years, and to this day, I still deal with this kind of headache. And what they don't realize, especially for a buyer, mm-hmm. 
I don't know your personal business. Mm-hmm. I, That's if right. you don't have a lender, I put you, I give you a list of my preferred lenders. I put you in touch with them. You contact them. They handle all your financials. All as real estate agents get is the pre-approval letter. This is what they're pre-approved for. And that's what we need to take any offer. But your sellers, on the other hand, we know how much they owe on their home. We know Mm -hmm. a little bit more information. And when you have personal relationships with people, a lot of times they don't want you to know that information because you, excuse me, because you have that relationship. So they use someone else. And so it's like, my advice is be patient. This is not a, I'm going to do it. And there's exceptions to every rule, but it's a work. It's a piece of work. It's a work in progress that you have to slowly build your clientele. No, because I mean, you just um, absolutely dropped the gym and this works into one of our final segments, which is our real estate myth buster. And I wanted to throw this to Larry is you both of you are please speak on the fact that just because you employ larry or miss jammer as your real estate agent does not necessarily mean that you guys know all of their personal information true because a lot of times when you advise or introduce a client to a mortgage or someone to do their pre-qualification they work under the assumption that mr brooks Miss Jammer is now going to know every single thing about my financial yeah. history. And could you both of you all speak to how that's not necessarily the case? Inside, you know, the funny thing is, is that, I, you know, you're, our job is to be aware of how the entire process works. But when it gets to dealing with your numbers, there's someone else that actually handles those things. Now, if you're my friend, and it's funny because I made a post about this earlier this morning. <laughs> Right. And so it was funny because in that post, I said when friends become clients, see, in real estate, a lot of times our clients become our friends. That's most commonly because, you know, we build that relationship going through the process. But actually having an opportunity to say this guy was my friend, this guy was my been my friend for 15 years. And when he finally decided to make his first purchase, I was who he thought of. Like that's now that's impressive because you really want your friends and your your, you know, close associates to use your services. But it just doesn't happen that often. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's disheartening. If you're in the business, I know it's happened to you. And to be honest, we don't want to know your personal business. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're here for. And Mm -hmm. in the chance that we do, this relationship is confidential. I've helped friends and actually helping friends is more uh, tedious tedious Mm -hmm. than helping someone that you don't know at all. And so I tell people, I, so knowing your personal business mm-hmm. doesn't do me any good. But in case that I do get some of your personal information, this relationship is confidential and it's outside of our friendship. So if I have a friendship with you, when we're friends, we're friends. Mm-hmm. When it's business, it's business. Mm-hmm. And I keep that's those right. separate. And that's how you have to handle that relationship. But if you're the friend, you don't know that unless you employ your friend. That's right. Um, no, give I your mean, friend a shot. Give your friend a oh, shot. Oh, absolutely. Please, because... There's no one who is going to go above and beyond more from you for you than someone that you've known um, for a long period of time. So I want to publicly and personally thank you for Mm. carving out some time in your busy schedule to sit in for us today. Um, Mr. Brooks, as always, sir, um, the gems of information that you've been able to share with our listeners and viewers. Thank you for the flattery. I love it. Flattery (laughs) gets you everywhere with (laughs) me. I'm just saying. And I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network. If you had an opportunity, please visit our YouTube channel. Um, You can search for it at the Prime Real Estate Network. Please subscribe. You'll have access to this episode and all of our past episodes as well. 
close. And also, if you have an opportunity, please visit our website at brooksanddavis.com for buying and selling real estate. And if you need any information about anything we discussed today, if you would like to reach out and contact Ms. Jammer, please feel free to do so if you want to contact Mr. Brooks. Or if you have any questions about anything that you've heard us discuss today, you can reach out to me directly at 469 Four three one zero four nine five. So, on behalf of Mr. Brooks, Ms. Jammer, and everyone here at the Prime Real Estate Network, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I'll see you all next week. Thank you. Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm LLC offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least twenty-seven things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com.